Hey friends, this is Rick Renner and I want to welcome you to the first home group for the year 2023. Welcome to the new year. This is going to be a great year. I received a word from the Lord on the airplane about what God wants to do in my life and your life this year. And that's what I'm going to be talking to you about today with Denise and Maxine. Guys, welcome to Home Group. Well, thank you, Rick and Home Group. Welcome. It's so good to be with you and so good to welcome you into this new year and what God has for all of us in this next year. Maxime? Hello, friends. I'm so happy to be here. And I want to tell you that Jesus is Lord, no matter what is happening in your life. He will fix everything because He is still the Lord. Amen. You know, we've been running a a few of our programs, rerunning them on Home Group because... Maxime and I were in Turkey filming TV programs for you. Maxime, we had quite a trip. Ay, ay, ay. We climbed, we crawled, we went up, we went down, and we filmed 10 programs in Ephesus. They're going to be called Tour, Tour the Ancient City of Ephesus with Rick. We did 10. And the way that we did these programs is we started at the Aegean Sea, right where it opens into the Kaister River, and I said, just imagine... In the year 52, a ship appeared on the horizon that had disembarked from the city of Cancrea on the eastern side of the Isthmus of Greek. It sailed the Aegean Sea to the Keister River, and no one knew it. But on board were three powerful guests who were arriving in the city of Ephesus. And we talk about Paul, Aquila, and Priscilla as they sailed up the Keister River. And then we switch and we go to the Harbor Gate. The Harbor Gate today is in ruins. Absolute ruins. Maxime, it's amazing, isn't it? And nobody can get there. No, you can't even get there. So we tried to do in these programs what even a tourist cannot do because we've been going there for so many years and we have so many friends and we know the museum directors. We were able to go where ordinary people just cannot go. Even tour guides don't go there. They just don't. It's restricted. So we went to the Harbor Gate Oh, it's quite a thing to get there, and it's in complete ruins, and there are snakes all over the place. Maxine? True. We saw a lot of snakes all over the Oh, yeah. So I sat there, and I talked about what Paul and Aquila and Priscilla saw when they first came up to the harbor gate, got off of their ship, walked onto the stone pavement there, and how they went straight to the bathhouse to take showers and to clean because that was the custom when you entered a big city. First you took a bath to make sure you didn't carry disease into the city. So we filmed inside the bathhouse. And then we went to the lower agora, which is where the word agarazzo comes from. It's where the word redemption comes from. And talked about how the fact that when Aquila, Paul, and Priscilla walked up that road and saw the slave market, they didn't realize that many of the people from that slave market would end up members of the church in Ephesus. Anyway, we walked through the whole city of Ephesus, 10 programs, because I want you to see and feel what they saw and felt when they first came. And then when we wrapped it up in Ephesus, guess what we did, Maxime? We packed it up and we moved to Pergamum and we started all over again. And we started at the Gate of Humanities, which was a monumental, massive, world-famous gate. And today, guess what? It's in ruins and there are gypsy homes built all around it. It's amazing. It's the chickens, the dogs, the goats, a woman was walking by carrying garbage. I mean, it's just amazing that Humanes II, who built that gate, 
thought that it would stand forever in memorial of him. And today, dogs and chickens and goats are all over it. From there, we went up to the lower market, and then we began to walk up the treacherous road, and I mean really treacherous, winding road that leads all the way to the middle district of Pergamon, where we climbed up into the middle district. And Maxine, we really climbed. May I say something? Yeah. All normal people get on a cable. They do. Or get on the bus, but we love history. So we climbed. And actually, that lower part of Pergamum is close to the public. You're, you're not allowed to go there. So we walked up the same road that Antony and Cleopatra rode up in their chariot. But we didn't have a chariot. Saw all the shops along the way. Saw a house. Stopped and filmed the house because I want you to see it. Walked up through one of the earliest arches in the Greek world up into the middle gymnasium. Total tour of the gymnasium then walked up into the palaestra. Maybe you've heard me teach about the palaestra, the wrestlers, the boxers, the pancreatus, filmed everything there. Then we started the long way up the winding, very, very treacherous road to the Acropolis. And guess what? When we were done with that, then we went to the amphitheater. You can't get to the amphitheater because now there's all kinds of homes, a little village. The bus can't even get through to the amphitheater. Here we had all this equipment, but we got there because we were determined. And then we went to the lower theater, and then we went to the Asclepion, then we went to the Red Temple, which is the Temple of Serapis. I mean, Maxime, we did a lot. You, it's very physical. It's very physical, but we did it for you. We, I kept saying to myself, we're doing this for people so they'll understand the New Testament better. But on our way back home from that trip, I was getting ready to write my teaching letter for January. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me just as I opened my computer to write, and here's what he said. The year 2023 will be filled with divine surprises, divine provision, and divine revelation for those who will receive it. So that's what I want to talk to you about today and the next two weeks. But first, I want to say thank you. Denise and I and our whole team we just want to express our heartfelt thanks for everything you did last year. Because of you, a lot of fuel was put in the tank so we could do our ministry. You know, cars are wonderful, but they don't go anywhere if they don't have fuel. In the same way, you can have a highly tuned ministry, but if there's no money in the tank, you can't take that ministry to people. Our partners with their prayers and with their finances put fuel in the tank. The car is ready to go. The ministry is ready. We've done our part, but there has to be fuel in the tank. And that's what our partners do. And we want to say thank you. And because of you, we were able to keep bringing teaching that people can trust to the ends of the earth. Because of you, we're able to keep writing books and distributing literature for free all over the world. Because of you, we're able to develop our new Russian Christian satellite network. Because of you, we're starting a new network a federal channel in Russia. Because of you, we were able to distribute tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of relief to displaced people because of what you gave. We're able to continue working on the studio. We were able to move into the new Tulsa building. And we just want to say thank you. We're really, really thank thankful to you. We're thankful to God for you. When we call you a partner, we really mean that you are a partner. Amen. So I just wanted to say that before we get started. But the Lord said to me, the year 2023 will be filled with divine surprises. Everybody likes surprises. Divine provision. 
sounds good, and divine revelation. And then the Lord added, for those who will receive it. You have to receive these things. You have to receive them. But today, I want to talk about divine revelation. What is divine revelation? And I've just written down some notes. You know, we all could use information and insight about our family. We could use revelation from the Lord about how to pay our bills, where to get more money, what to do about difficult relationships with our kids or with our siblings. We all need revelation from the Lord, information so we know what action to take in life. But when you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Denise, let's go there. Maxime, let's go there. I want us to begin in verse 9, where it says, As it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Many people stop right there. Now, Denise and I grew up in a wonderful church, both of us. But I often heard this verse quoted wrongly. People would say, well, you know what? We really need to know what to do, but sometimes God just doesn't reveal things to us. We just got to figure it out on our own. The Bible says, eye is not seen and ear is not heard and it's not entered into the heart of man. There are just some things you just can't know. Wow, that's a very debilitating way of thinking. Well, if you stop there in verse 9, that's kind of what it seems to say. But you've got to go on. Verse 10 says, but. <laughs> that but is very important. It's a continuation. But God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Which means the day of ignorance is supposed to be done, Denise. There really was a time when I couldn't see, ear couldn't hear, we couldn't figure things out. It was all a big secret. But that day is over. Now we're living in the ministry of the Holy Spirit and God has revealed so many things to us. What things? He has revealed to us what the eye previously couldn't see. He's revealed what the ear previously couldn't hear. He's revealed what the mind previously could not imagine. But now God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit. And the word by in Greek is dia, it's agency or instrumentality through the agency of the Holy Spirit by the instrumentality of the Holy Spirit. And the word revelation is the wonderful word apokalupto. And I want to talk about that word. It's a compound of two words, the preposition apo, which means away, like to remove something, away. And the word kalupto describes something that is veiled and the veil is obstructing your view. It's there, but you can't see it because it's covered. So it's a secret. It's something undercover. It's there, just can't see it. I was thinking, Denise, about when I was growing up and we lived in Tulsa. And uh, we had a big picture window in our living room. Big, big picture window. And the curtains were closed. Well, when the curtains are closed, you can't see through the window. The picture window was there but it was concealed because the curtains were closed. And I can remember my mother, because she did it almost every day, she would stand on the side of that big picture window and she'd grab the strings to the curtain and she'd begin pulling. It seemed like that curtain was so big. And mother began pulling on that curtain and I could still, I could still hear it moving across the curtain rod. And little by little, the curtains would begin to pull apart. And guess what? They didn't pull apart all at once. They just opened a little at a time. And at first you saw a slither of light. 
And as she kept pulling, it got wider and wider. Then you could see more and see more and see more until finally the curtains were completely pulled apart and you could see the whole view out the window. Well, what was on the other side of the window did not just miraculously appear. It was always there. We just couldn't see it because the curtains were closed. In the same way, there are things that you need to see, but you can't see them because it seems the curtain's closed. So they're concealed. They're hidden. But this verse says, it is the ministry of the Holy Spirit to pull the string on the curtains. His job is to begin pulling that string. And usually when divine revelation begins to come to you, you don't see it all at once. You just see a little bit at a time. And as the Holy Spirit continues to work, he pulls that revelation curtain further and further apart. And your view of the other side gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Isn't that amazing, Denise? It is amazing because the Holy Spirit is at work in our heart and all the time. I mean, the Bible says that he's at work in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. So all the time. He's working on the inside of you and he's working on the inside of me. I think that's really encouraging. And he's working to open up to us more of who Jesus is and who the Father is. And what God's will is for us. And what God's will is for us. In fact, the verse goes on to say, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. And the word searches is the word ureona. Now, let me tell you about that word. The Greek word ireona means to do the work of a private investigator or a researcher. I'm a researcher. When I write my books, Denise can tell you, Maxime can tell you, I go through reams of information. I dig and dig and dig and dig and dig, looking for every little tidbit to bring light to what I'm studying. That's what this word searcheth means. So it means when you say, Holy Spirit, please help me. I need to know something. He goes into an investigative mode. He says, hey, you need to know it. I'm going to find it. And the Holy Spirit begins digging and digging and digging and digging and digging and digging and digging, looking for what it is that you need to know. And this verse says he searches all things, all things. I think that's really important, Maxine, because some people say, well, I know that he searches the scripture and spiritual things, but hey, he searches all things. He'll even try to figure out what kind of vacation you're supposed to take, what you're supposed to do about your money situation, what you're supposed to do about your kids. He has the ability to locate the answer to every single issue. This verse says all things, and then making it even more profound, it says even the deep things of God. Deep things in Greek says tabathe, from bathos, the word ta means many things. Bathe from bathos means something deep. The very word used to describe the very deepest parts of the sea. Which means when the Holy Spirit begins his investigative work, he doesn't just do superficial work. He dives deep. He plunges. I'm not going to stop searching until I go to the very, 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 very depths. I'm going to find what it is that you need to know. And when he finds it, guess what he does? He says, now I've got the answer. I'm going to start pulling the curtain apart so you can see the thing you've been praying for. And that's why verse 12 importantly says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Now listen to this. Here it is that we might know 
I love that because that capsulizes the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He comes that we might know, which means the ignorance described in verse 9. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. The ignorance is eliminated when the Holy Spirit goes to work. That verse says, verse 12, that the Spirit of God is given that we might know. I just think that is amazing, Denise. And for those who will receive it, the Holy Spirit said to me, the year 2023 is going to be a year of divine revelation. He's going to reveal to you the things that you need to know. And I've just made a list of some things you might need to know. For example, maybe you need to know something about your family. Do you need answers about your family? Maybe there's something you need to know about your marriage. If you need answers about your marriage, he can get you the answers. Maybe there's something you need to know about your siblings, your brothers and your sisters, how to smooth out that relationship. He knows exactly how to do it. Maybe there's something you need to know about your kids. Do you have a difficult relationship with your kids? Or maybe something you need to know about your relationships. Or maybe you're kind of struggling about your church right now. You're saying, Lord, I don't know what to do about my church. He can reveal it to you. Maybe you're asking questions about your job or your profession or your health. Lord, why am I not getting well? He knows why you're not getting well. Or maybe you have questions about your money or which bills to pay or where you're to invest your money. We're living in a period when it seems like the market has gone down and people are saying, what am I supposed to do? The Holy Spirit knows what to do. He knows absolutely everything. And if you'll invite him to do his investigative work, he will get everything you need to know and then he'll give you a divine revelation if you'll receive it. Denise. Well, as you're talking, I'm thinking about that scripture in James chapter 4, that if we draw near to God, God will draw near to us. And, and that's that getting close to Him. Yes. And I'm, I'm finding out in my own life that when you start getting close to Him and He starts shining His light, the Holy Spirit, He starts shining His light on the problem and our flesh goes, well, I mean, our flesh is against our spirit. So our flesh just might rise up and say, well, I don't agree with that. And, and we might find all these ugly things. But as we draw close to him, that's why this is so encouraging, Rick, what you're saying. If we draw close to him, he's going to draw close to us. And the Holy Spirit is so faithful. If we just keep drawing close and close and close and close, he's just going to come just like he said. Mm -hmm. And he is going to pull back the curtain. And all of a sudden, you can see, oh, okay, Lord, I understand. Now I know, now I know what you want me to do. But isn't it interesting that the Lord said to me, he's going to give divine <laughs> revelations if you're willing to receive. You have to be willing to see what he shows you. You may not like it, but you have to be willing to see it. Maybe something just feels, just seems like what you've been seeking. It's just hidden. You just can't see it. He'll show it to you if you're willing to receive it. And in James 1.5, James promised, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Mm. Well, the Holy Spirit holds the string to the curtain. And if you'll ask, mm. he'll show you what you need to know. But we're out of time. But when we come back next week, we're going to be talking about divine surprises. 
because God wants to give a divine surprise to you in 2023 if you'll receive it. But please let us know how to pray for you and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed that teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.